by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. abyss death day march 27th 2023 today is the day yes the day has finally come i can't believe it's here don't know how i was able to get this far but here i am i'm a little nervous but excited too been excited for these past two weeks there were several times i could have been caught especially back in the summer of 2021 none of that matters now i'm almost an hour plus seven minutes away can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent any of the sort. God, let me, God, let my wrath take over my anxiety. It might be 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's gonna go quick. I hope I have a high death count. Ready to die. Ha ha. Signed, Aiden. Next page. Audrey, kill those kids, three exclamation points, those crackers going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their M dash 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 daddies, Mustangs and convertibles. Fuck you little shits. I wish to shoot you weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you little crackers again. Bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. Fuck you, faggots. Then we have the schedule. Death day, 6.30, desired. It's covered by a sticky note. 7 a.m., get dressed. 7.05 to 8.55. It says, with stuffed animals plus possessions. 9 a.m., eat breakfast at home. The home is encircled in a heart shape. 9.30, pack up special belongings and backpack. Test knife core breaker, leave for Royal Range, gear up, plus setup, guns and trunk, final videotape, leave for Covenant School. So the schedule isn't necessarily something I need to go through in detail, but we will provide it for you. American collapse. Folks, they tell us they want us dead, and it's true. Welcome back to Training Tuesday here on the Rob Manis Show at the Red Voice Media Network, where we bring you the facts and the truth and you're usually not going to like the facts and the truth a lot of times. 
Welcome to our X Faces simulcast live audience. We appreciate you guys and look forward to engaging with you today. That's the Tranifesto finally revealed, at least partially, by Steven Crowder. You guys know him, louder with Crowder. The Nashville trans terrorist, in her own words, is what you heard, tells us she was well-trained, had developed an operational plan, and coldly murdered Christian children and school workers in a professionally executed terrorist attack. And oh, by the way, not just because they were Christians, but she hated white people. And it's important to note, important to note, that eventually, obviously, she was motivated by a deep hatred of white people, Christians, and wealthy people. These are the same motivations of the Hamas supporters we've seen attack the White House in the last 72 hours and various other targets since October 7th. Just yesterday, we saw news that a pro-Hamas protester attacked and killed a 65-year-old Jewish man attending a pro-Israel rally in Los Angeles, California. That's right, right here in America. Most Americans don't even believe these days that we have real elections anymore. Our society is collapsing. And they're very concerned with the internal threat, the 12 million illegal aliens, and that's probably a low number, who come into of American society right before our eyes, and almost every conversation these days seems to turn to the question, what are we to do about it? Well, my guest today is our friend Jeff Richfield, an eight-figure Godpreneur, best-selling author, blockchain enthusiast, and part of the Global Prayer Network. Jeff works with his team to ensure that Americans are prepared for the coming global economic and governmental crisis Jeff offers solutions for preservation of food, health, and wealth. That's important today with this collapse. Jeff, welcome back to the Rob Manus Show, sir. Thank you so much for having me on, Rob. It's been a pleasure. Uh, last time we had an amazing time, and I think today we're going to have the same. By the way, I live in Nashville, you know. I exactly. That's, that's why I led the show with this, Jeff. You live in Nashville. Give us your feel for how folks are doing from that regard, especially the folks that are amongst us that represent those that are kill that were killed in this terrorist attack. How how is civil society uh, handling this news that came out finally? I would add, just yesterday. I think I'm going to start off with how how. Oh, how much shame was on that newscast I saw yesterday when I walked in the house, being here in Nashville, and I just don't think that should have been released. <laughs> I think it was shameful and disrespectful to the parents. However, it is out, and I got to tell you, Proverbs this morning's uh, quote is, the fear of the Lord adds length to life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. Now, this lady, obviously, years were cut short, and her ruin came. Now, was she demon-possessed? I think so. To have whatever was in her come out, right out of the fruit, the mouth speaks out of what is the, out of the belly. And I think she spoke death. And it's so sad, so sad. And families are hurting here. Uh, we can feel it reverberate around the atmosphere of our city. Uh, thank God he has a plan. And this and I am part of the House of Prayer in Nashville, and we have been praying about this situation and many others. So just letting you know, it hurt to see that yesterday. It just remembering that again, it brought it back up. The parents saw their interview probably. So yeah, I think there's going to be now a lawsuit, more violent, and unfortunately, it's going to get ugly. Well, uh, you know, as somebody that's been on the other end of the government, uh, when uh, as somebody that's had to release tough information uh, about incidents before, uh, sure. you know, it would have been so much better had the leadership of law enforcement and the city and the school came together 
immediately after discovering this and laid it out for everybody so that parents wouldn't have to continuously go through the agony of the possibility of it being released. It was it is so much better to be transparent about these things because unless you're transparent, you know, you invite more violence. And I agree with you. This is probably going to invite more violence because of the way it ended up being released. And that's not to say bad things about the folks that released it. I think uh, I knew eventually, and I called it out a year, you know, this spring, eventually the stuff's going to come out, but it's not going to come out uh, in a controlled way, the way it should, that helps mitigate some of the risk. You know what I mean? 100%. I mean, face it, we are in a world war, and things happen yeah. when you're at war that come out not the way you plan. And yes, yeah. disruption, violence, and it's going to get ugly. And it really starts for me in the spiritual aspect of the heavens where there's clashing happening right now. We're feeling it on earth as we get yeah. closer to the end days. So yeah, it's all over the world, not just in Nashville, but unfortunately we had that. And it's a disruption mm-hmm. to society and life. And life, just like the Hamas attacking Israel, it's a disruption of life and the society. And this is not just God will have his day, but right now we're going through the fray. Yeah, I think I think a lot of us here in America uh, really are in shock uh, at uh, what we've seen happen in the last, especially three years, uh, as far as how society is breaking down and how people that like this young lady that killed all these kids and the school workers because they were white and Christian, uh, she said it, uh, you know, uh, there, w- there was a time in our, in our existence where the thought of that happening would be such an aberration uh, that, uh, that people would, you know, put it down as such a minimal risk. But now that we've moved forward since March, when this terrible massacre occurred in Nashville, and we've seen these things continue to progress uh, all over the world, like you said. You know, now we face uh, uh, a major war in the Eastern Europe. We face major war in the Middle East now, centered around Israel. Uh, and uh, I'm telling you, folks, it's coming. We face major war in the Pacific uh, vis-a-vis the Chinese Communist Party. That is the major risk that's left, the, the, the shoe that's left to drop uh, from a global perspective. All the while, they seem to exhibit the bad, the adversaries, the bad guys and gals seem to exhibit very similar characteristics. Jeff, I was wondering if you could speak to that because the Hamas atrocity committers, this young lady, uh, the transgender terrorist, very similar. Uh, as far as the thinking, the motivation, uh, uh, and the action that they connect it to. You know, the gentleman uh, uh, out in California, the Jewish gentleman that was killed yesterday, the eyewitnesses said a, a, a Hamas supporter, protester, hit him in the head with a bullhorn. You know, a counter-protest. Uh, you know, so, I mean, can you speak to that? But they all seem to have the same characteristic, which is, that stands yeah. out to me because. You know, not all societies are the same. Obviously, we don't share common values like that. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about, like I said, this is an evil spirit. Uh, the gods have been unleashed. And, uh, you know, the Lord said, the man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil, right? And so mm-hmm. what is happening, I, I believe, is a spiritual war that is resulting in a earthly conflict, even in our finances, even in our, our health care. Even in our food, we're going to start feeling in food shortages, I believe, uh, because of the dysfunction of our Congress, the dysfunction of our administration right now. We have a uh, dysfunctional administration in the government, which probably is going to shut down next week, and we right. can't even agree on a speaker. So, yeah, it's across all boards, right? It's in the schools. <laughs> it's in all the seven mountains. We have the churches, the family, the finance, the media. The seven mountains are being attacked right now by evil powers. And so uh, I start off first with, let's call for a fast. Let's call for a solemn assembly. And hopefully God can intervene in the affairs of man. But yes, we've got bankruptcies on the rise. The economic challenges are, are uh, 
have not been seen in our generation, like that are on the horizon with yeah. bankruptcies, with real estate and commercial field. We just had WeWork go bankrupt as 90 million square feet above space, right? Yep. So not to derail you into the economic side, but that's my specialty and the spiritual yeah. side. Um, now we did see, I don't know if you saw Netanyahu's announcement this morning about how, can I share a little about what he said? Go ahead, I did not see it. Yeah, he came out and said, this requires victory. We have the, we have the will and we have the power to have victory. So we will win, and we believe that all civilized power should back us in this effort because this battle is your battle. It's not a local battle. It's a global battle. And I, that makes sense when he said that to me. He said, we need to defeat this act that the battle is now being waged by us against Hamas, Gaza. There's no substitute for victory. We will defeat yeah. Hamas. We will dismantle them and offer the people of Gaza and the entire First, the entire area justice. I felt that was good that he actually spoke about the entire area because yeah. when you're at war, you can't stop. You know that. You're, you're a colonel. Exactly. You can't just back up and have a humanitarian pause. <laughs> no, it just gives the, uh, evil, the evil enemy the ability to recuperate, recover, resupply, and then reinvigorate their heinous attacks on civilians and those kind of things, Jeff. Well, since the last time you were on, we now have a live audience on X Spaces that's simulcast, and uh, we go to them once a segment for questions or comments. Uh, uh, so let's do that real quick before I do my uh, little ad read break. And uh, Kat, I see a hand up over there. Go ahead. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that it's just like it's unbelievable, like it's just like unreal. But if you're a human being and uh, you see what's happening, you, you kind of just say to yourself, I mean, uh, you know, you got to fight back against evil. And yeah. I don't like the fact that it was a children are getting killed or anything like that but i mean my god i mean you know what are you supposed to do when uh, somebody's uh you know shooting at your door and, and uh basically and uh you know and, and it's just it's just unreal the the way the world is going um but i i will say this much um when I first bought a computer for my daughter back in uh, 1990, whatever, it was like $3,500. And there was, there was this, uh, we didn't have uh, Twitter in, we didn't have uh, whatever, we didn't have all these spaces, we didn't have anything like that. But there was this video that came up on the emails and it came up and said, it showed uh, the world globe and it showed how the Muslims were going to be taken over by, well, I didn't, I didn't count the years. I didn't count the years, but it showed how, you know, and, and their religion and everything. And, and now uh, there was like more uh, mosques in, in England at that time than Catholic churches or English churches or, you know, Christian churches. Mm. And, uh, and now it's coming to fruition because we, we see it on the streets. Uh, you know, we seen the guy get killed. Yeah, they say that he would, yeah, he got pushed. The old guy got pushed down and uh, he hit his head and he died. I mean, it's a, it's just plain and simple. You don't have to, like, you know, you don't need, like, 20 friggin' FBI agents there to figure out what happened there. And then you see, like, people just, like, peacefully protesting and saying, you know, for, for uh, Christians. Hey, you need to hone in on a question, sweetie. We're, we're live show. Yeah, yeah, okay, so I'm going to just hold in and say I'm listening, and uh, I, you know, as um, somebody that uh, believes in uh, that, you know, the, the one of the Ten Commandments, thou should not kill. And if nobody killed anybody, we wouldn't have any of this going on right now, so thank you very much. Well, thank you. very. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, Jeff, stay right there. Uh, let yeah. me do this ad read real quick, and we'll be right back. Uh, so listen up, folks. Bidenomics is not working. The U.S. dollar is losing value, and your hard-earned savings are at risk. You can act now before it's too late with one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. You hear me say it every day. Contact my friends at American <laughs> Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833-2-USA-GOLD. That's 833 287-2465 or visit the website protect 
from Biden.com. Well, welcome back to the Rob Mana Show here on the Red Voice Media Network Live. Uh, our guest today is Jeff Richfield, uh, a godpreneur is, and an author uh, and uh, uh, a Bitcoin uh, specialist and from Nashville, Tennessee. And we've been talking about the release of the Tranifesto and, and really the collapse of our society from a, uh, the value of human life perspective, Jeff. Uh, you know, the, the, the caller there was just, you know, laying that out right there. Uh, yeah. that uh, our society globally has devalued human life uh, so low that we're seeing more and worse atrocities than we saw in the 20th century. I mean, I was born in 1961, so I, 16 years after the end of, the, uh, of World War II, uh, which ended with atomic weapons being used for the first time, hundreds of thousands just in those two targets dead, uh, and, and not to mention the, you know, probably a million or so people that were ruined for life for the rest of their lives and died later. Uh, you know, not to mention all of the hundreds of thousands of allied enemy uh, troops and citizens that were killed uh, in that war. But today, I can't honestly look back and say that we've improved. As a matter of fact, we've gotten worse. And the risk of nuclear war, all-out nuclear war, in my opinion, is higher than it's ever been. Uh, and, it, and it really centralizes on this lack of respect for human life, in my opinion. Yeah, I heard this morning, well, yesterday, actually, in my waking, waking hours, prepare for war, praise Psalm 24. And in Psalm 24, it talks about who can attain the hill of the Lord, those who have clean mm -hmm. hands, pure heart, Right, getting back to the spiritual side of it. And at that part, it says, call upon the Lord of hosts. And the Lord says, stop, look up the word host. And I, I looked up the word host. It's 6635 in the Hebrew. It says, to Saba, to amass or muster an army of servants of angels to do a sacred military service. I mean, that's where we are. We need to call on God and fasting and prayer. But the, the, the expression depicts Yahweh as the mightiest warrior, all-powerful king of Israel. The name points directly to Jehovah's relationship with the entire universe, and he stands ready to intervene for his people when they recognize him. They blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And so I heard rumors of wars are now real war. This next season, 2020-2024, we're going to be seeing more and more wars. But we got to remember who we are and whose we are, okay? If you're a strong believer, we may have to face death. And you know what? Paul said, if I go death, I go to heaven. I go Christ. So to live is Christ and to die is gain. However, we make a stand. We are the light. We stand strong while we're here. Me, personally, preparation-wise, I'm preparing financially, spiritually, and with health and with relationships. So Living in a community, number one, if things get real bad, I do believe we're going to see warfare on our soil. I'm so sorry to say. It's sad yeah. to think, but we need to prepare. We can't be just in prayer. We have to be in action. So as preparation in a community, gather some people together and say, if this happens, this is our, this is our exit plan, our strategy to hold first. And then for food, we have to be thinking about those preparations. I personally have got the seed. I've got a 120-acre farm, so we're preparing for about 100 people to build this community. Number three, you financially, the digital wave is around the corner. We know FedNow already took off since the last time we spoke. We can see the recession and the depression, even more than the 1930s, is on the horizon. We already know what's happening in the American economy. Uh, the stats are out. Bankruptcies are up. We're seeing people uh, actually on less flights now. There's more flight seats available. We're seeing these companies with major manufacturers. We work. Right Aid is now just going to have households higher than it's been. Less expensive grocery store. Uh, we're feeling real stresses right now in the economy. Now the half, uh, the unemployment went up a half a percent, and we're feeling that in just a week. Okay, so the interest rates stay the same. Thank God for yeah. that. But I think that uh, they went up five points in six months. So we really yeah. went up. 
So the inflation and, and, and now the depression coming upon us, I think it's going to be unlike anything we've seen, just like the, the, the spiritual and the physical wars. We're now going to see economic wars, unfortunately. So preparation time, folks. You've already just yeah. given one about gold, silver. That's fantastic. I think silver is a great buy right now. Uh, I would say it's probably the best generational wealth builder that we've seen because it's so low compared to the par of gold. It has a long way to go up. Uh, we see the government, what, possibly going to shut down. The, what's that going to do to our stock market, right? Yeah. And so we see uh, gold is, uh, is a happy place, right? Would you say so? Oh, I'd say so, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and the, uh, uh, let me show clip two here uh, uh, because we've been talking about him and, and I want folks to be able to hear and see this. Uh, uh, so Disco, go ahead and show uh, clip two. This is about the, the uh, Jewish elderly man that was killed in Los Angeles yesterday. Mark, that witness, witness says that her small group of pro-Israel supporters were targeted by those counter-protesters. The Ventura County Sheriff's Department now investigating if this violent and deadly incident was a hate crime. Paramedics rushed to help 69-year-old Paul Kessler, who is Jewish, after being hit in the head and knocked to the ground by a counter-protester at dueling pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian demonstrations. A witness who doesn't want to be identified says it was a heated confrontation. They were both on an even ground, and they were yelling at each other, and then the man brought his megaphone up and hit Paul, and Paul went down. Kessler was bandaged up and rushed to the hospital, where authorities say he died from his blunt force head injury. His death ruled a homicide. It never should come to this. I mean, people could could state their opinions and things like that, but it should never end, end up in, 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 we have a funeral coming up of someone that simply went to wave an Israeli flag. The deadly encounter happened Sunday afternoon at Thousand Oaks as the two sides gathered on opposite corners at Westlake Boulevard and Thousand Oaks Boulevard. Witnesses say members of the pro-Palestinian group came over to them and began antagonizing the group when it suddenly turned violent. I couldn't believe it. I thought he was out of his mind to do something so physical like that. The man witnesses identify as the suspect can be seen giving deputies his version of what happened. The Ventura County Sheriff's Department now investigating if the deadly encounter was a hate crime. It is a hate crime. There's no question about it. If they wouldn't have come over and started to provoke, tried to provoke us, then there wouldn't have been, this wouldn't have happened. The Ventura County Sheriff's Department is set to hold a press conference tomorrow morning about the case the very same day that Paul Kessler will be laid to rest. Now, Jeff, uh, and for the audience there, uh, that was the only report that I could find that didn't say something like this. 65-year-old elderly man falls during pro-Israel uh, demonstration hits his head and dies. That's what the mainstream media was reporting. And that clip came from a local uh, news station, which is still the most accurate uh, and best way to get information like that. But even then, uh, a lot of them have, have turned away from the truth and, and turned to censorship and those kind of things. And uh, it, just, it just reflects to me uh, that our society, the collapse, is just on a on a really steep angle, you know, because those people, when you look at the video, the people on either side don't. I mean, they're not in a in a amped up fighting mode. It doesn't seem like, uh, and it just came down to this one guy that had to be the adversary and, and impart violence on these people. It, it, I honestly don't understand it. And I also don't understand that in our society, you have the young people of this population that are pro-Hamas, which means they're pro-atrocity, and people like me at my age that are adamantly opposed to that and support Israel in its effort to eradicate Hamas, the government of Hamas and its uh, terrorist force from Gaza, so they can live and survive. And that's, that's what you were talking about earlier, survival economically, uh, health-wise, uh, and uh, freedom-wise. Yeah, 
I mean, what it is is the full meaning of justice, which is moral upright, to uphold the justice of cause, rightfulness, and mm -hmm. refuting lawlessness. Now, we have lawlessness in our world right now. And so, like I say, it goes back to spiritual. Just like you say, well, there's murders with guns. Let's take guns away. That's just a Band-Aid to the fix. It's the person yeah. who, is, who, is, who is the atrocity. And so we have to get back to a standard of what is just. And the kids in the universities, the 20-somethings, they have not been grafted in like we have. We're older, so we've been around longer. We have some wisdom with our teaching, and we have some moral standards that we've upheld because we've been taught by fathers and mothers. Many of these yeah. universities have not fathers, and so there's a new generation, and they're scared. They see COVID happen. Think about that. They went through COVID, a living hell. They lost their parents, some of these people, uh, and they just want to voice themselves. They don't have a bearing, though, some of them. And so their right. foundations are not built right, strong enough. And so we need to have fathers step in. Uh, we need to have people with empathy and that they can get in and teach the kids the right way. Um, yeah, it's an interesting time we live in. Interesting time. It is. Uh, well, we've got a hand up over in the live audience. Uh, uh, go ahead, Kat. Go ahead, Fred. Your turn. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Colonel, thank you for taking my quote, my uh, my question here. A uh, couple statements, really. I think uh, when when we when we uh, let the left take over the the education system, and they mm -hmm. used words in the Constitution to ban church and state. I think yep. they took that out of context of what the founders wanted, and that's why lack of religion is in our is in our our DNA now in in the country. Uh, this it's more secular than it's ever been, and um, personal responsibility has been thrown out the window. Uh, I think uh, maybe some of the millennials are the last generation to have personal responsibility. Um, so, you know. This is where we're at. It's it's a blame. It's a it's a not my fault and a mm -hmm. blame society. Yeah. Uh, and also, I'm seeing reports that there are two officers that may be prosecuted or fired on the manifesto. Uh, I don't know how how relevant that is right now, but uh, yeah. maybe one of these officers or both these officers were selling the information uh, from what I'm hearing. Well, I'll, I'll uh, put it back you know, I, I put that responsibility on that last comment. Uh, thank you, and thank you very much. Right on the on the backs of the authorities that didn't release the information in the first place. You know, uh, I said it would come out, uh, and it would come out in a way that nobody wanted it to come out that way, and that's exactly what happened. And quite honestly, uh, whoever the governor is in that state should pardon those guys if they get charged with a felony for it, because the the mayor and the police chief and the sheriff and the FBI should have put that information out as soon as they had confirmed it because that's what's needed to prevent follow-on violence and prevent copycats uh, when you get that information out. And then you have people that know what to look for and know what to listen for. Uh, but when you keep it shadowed and aren't transparent, People don't understand and don't have a good idea of what to watch for so they can call the police or call for help or get somebody help. Yeah, that's my opinion. Well, we got to take a commercial break, Jeff. I'll let you comment on the backside of the break uh, on the question uh, that the gentleman had. I'm Rob Manus here on Red Voice Media Network. We'll be right back. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. 
supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. election integrity reforms. The American Confidence in Elections Act is the transformative election integrity bill we need. As chairman of the House Administration Committee, I've championed this legislation, which I introduced in July. The ACE Act includes nearly 50 standalone bills sponsored by members of the House Republican Conference and overall has gathered more than 120 co-sponsors. The Committee on House Administration has been working to restore faith in our elections systems. Over the course of nine different hearings in six months, we examined effective election administration and best practices. We heard from state experts on the best tools they have to ensure safe elections, all while keeping a federalist approach. The ACE Act is the culmination of years of work. It's our solution to increase voter confidence and encourage more Americans to make their voices heard at the ballot box. I believe when Americans have more confidence that their vote will count, they're more likely to participate. For example, when Georgia passed election integrity reforms in 2021, many on the left made false claims. Many corporations bought into the false narrative, including Major League Baseball, who moved the 2021 All-Star Game out of Atlanta. This devastated many workers in the Atlanta area who were relying on revenue from the game. The left's narrative was proven false in the 2022 election. Georgia had the highest midterm turnout in their state's history under the new election law, with more votes cast than in any previous midterm. On the day before the 2023 Major League Baseball All-Star Game, we held a field hearing in Atlanta for the introduction of the ASAC and to conduct a final field hearing in our American Confidence in Elections Act series. We encourage more states to learn from Georgia's success. The ACE Act will restore confidence in our elections. Now that the ACE Act has passed out of committee, Congress has the opportunity to pass the most transformative election integrity legislation in a generation. I look forward to seeing this on the House floor soon. Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show here on the Red Voice Media Network. And we're talking about the American collapse. They want to kill you. They tell you that. And then they do it. Uh, that's just part of the problem. You just saw there uh, a piece about election integrity. But my guest today is Jeff Richfield, uh, a godpreneur, author, uh, and, uh, uh, and a cryptocurrency guy. Uh, you know, uh, Jeff, that question before the break there was really about uh, you know religion being taken out of uh, government. Uh, but I would posit this. I don't completely agree with that statement because it's only been taken out of government from a Judeo-Christian perspective. Because you look at public school, Islamism that is followed by these Nazis in Gaza and Iran and Hezbollah, not all uh, Muslims, but that type of Islamism is welcome in this society now. That's what's happening here, is one set of religious beliefs have been kicked to the curb, and the other set has been allowed to come in and really influence, especially the young people in this country. That's my opinion on what's really happening here. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, we are a mission impossible right now. I mean, you've seen the movie. I think not all of us will come through this mission alive or unscathed. I think we're moving into tyranny, ruthless, it's demonic. Every form of tyranny is seared by the serpent, the father of the devil. 
If we forego fighting it, we cede our children to brutal enslavement under his hand and the God of liberty which requires of us. So we must understand that saving our nation will not come cheaply. It may well mean the sacrifice of our lives and fortunes, just like in the Patriots when they signed the Declaration. They had to fight for those freedoms. Now we've given it away. And that last caller, he talked about church and state, the division. I believe mm. part of that true too, right? We take prayer to school in 1964. Yeah. Now, we can pray again now, but hey, it's been a whole generation without prayer. So uh, I don't think we can make it up that fast. But yeah. like you said before, we are in a situation that is interesting time, to say the least. So it's time to fight. And when they come to America with the brutal attacks, we're going to have to make a decision. You can't stand in the middle. It's either you're on this yeah. side or that. Yeah, you're exactly right. I totally agree with you. Uh, and then the reason I showed the election integrity clip is I know I know you've got some thoughts on uh, election integrity uh, and the situation there. It's election day today in America in many states, including my own state. Folks get out there and go vote, especially if you're in Mississippi. Uh, uh, but in all of these states, Pennsylvania, Virginia, uh, they people need to get out there and vote and vote for the candidates you know that will protect the Constitution of the United States and stand up and fight against all the craziness because we cannot have passive elected officials now. But I, I showed that clip there because that's from the, the Federal House of Representatives uh, Administrative Committee Chairman bragging about all this in election integrity stuff, but it really was about getting more people to the polls as opposed to making sure the votes that are cast are legal votes. That's the problem. Uh, I think that's what's happening in this country and why more than 50% of Americans have zero confidence in the ability of this country, or at, all the way to the county level, to have a free, fair, and legal, verifiable election. 100% agree with you. I just spoke to a candidate here in, in Nashville, uh, the candidate that was going to be the mayor of Franklin, and we hoped he would. And she said what happened in the end is there wasn't enough support financially, and there just wasn't enough vote. And so I got to ask myself, where are these votes coming from? And I asked her, well, who's taking control? Are they actually accountable in the actual voting hall? And she said they had some oversight, people watching, but they still didn't take accountability. And the measures that they didn't take, she believes, was the downfall. So. There is a lot of um, backwards things happening, of course, in the voting system. My uncle actually makes voting machines in Delaware, and uh, I know his machines work correctly. But, you know, there's somebody over there in authority in charge that we just seem to not be able to control that's making these votes go to a way that we don't think they should. I don't know. I don't, I don't have all the insights on that, but I am concerned that I don't even know if we're going to have a fair election you know, in America this next year. It's um, coming down to the wire, coming down to the wire. And our candidate, like, what kind of candidate do we even have? I know that Trump was good for the financial side of our economy, but we have uh, derelict on the democracy side. What do we have to vote for? It's scary. I do believe there's some billionaires out there trying to raise up some people. And I saw this one, I don't know if she's good, Nikki Haley, I'm not going to say anything good or bad. But I heard, I heard some positive statements about her, but I don't even know uh, much about her yet. Have you heard much well, about uh, I, I do know quite a bit about Nikki Haley, and I have to be transparent. I've already endorsed Donald J. Trump for president because of three things. The economy, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this is why he's getting 22% of the black vote now is because under his presidency, uh, real wages increased for the black community for the first time ever since we right. started reporting it. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, you know, my mortgage rate was 3% under Donald J. Trump. Uh, and now if I went to get a mortgage, it's eight and a half or nine uh, at a minimum. You know, yeah. I couldn't afford the house that I live in. Uh, you know, so that we didn't get into any new wars. We didn't even get into any, uh, uh, any, uh, uh, any skirmishes that were new. And he defeated ISIS, which is what my craft profession has been trying to do completely annihilated them and defeated them. Uh, and then uh, the third piece is, yeah, I disagreed with some things on from a constitutional perspective, like the bump stock 
executive order that got overturned by the courts, as, as a lot of us said would happen and everything. But for the most part, the man loves the country and the that's idea right. of the country. Uh, yeah. You know, so that's where I'm at on that. Nikki Haley's just going to get you in more wars, man. And, and we don't need to ha- we don't need to be entering more wars. Uh, even today, I don't think our military forces should be in combat. Uh, uh, we, we are supporting Israel logistically and those kind of things. And that's what we do for allies. They don't need our help when it comes to combat. Uh, we don't need to press into any more, uh, military action at this point because we are overextended, man. So anyway, that's, that's my three things on, uh, on Mr. Trump. Unfortunately, he may get elected from jail for God's sake, you know, uh, and, and that can happen under our constitution. Uh, you could run for office and be in prison. It's happened before, as a matter of fact. Uh, but uh, but that, it's a terrible situation of what's happening with our laws being used to uh, to persecute uh, that guy and his family just because he won and the government bureaucrats that are the unelected part of the government of the United States didn't like his uh, methods and his policies. It's very interesting. Yeah, but, uh, I'll, be, I'll be a positive. I'm a, I'm a pro-Trump guy, 100 100- like that, I just heard something on the side about her, but I do believe Trump's going to make it through. I, I something in my gut says he is. Unfortunately, we got so much a mess already. Can he put something dumpy back together? We got immigration problems. Didn't even talk about that. Then you oh, got, we're you know, almost there. We're almost there. In the next segment, we're going to talk about that. I got a hand up over here on the live side. Let's go ahead and take that question real quick. We'll go to our last break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about illegal immigration. That's exactly where we're going with it. Go ahead, Kat. Go ahead, Jim. I've got a question for the Colonel and Jeff. I heard Jeff speak on the government shutdown. Do you actually believe that the rhinos and the and the Uniparty will actually let the government shut down? I'm looking more toward uh, another omnibus is how I feel about it. I'm just wondering your, your opinion. Go ahead, I'm, Jeff. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that uh, at this right now, there's dysfunction that in the administration that the government shut down is like, why not? That's what I think it's going to be. It's going to be like, uh, why not? Yeah. And then you have to make up their income, right? A furlough, they don't pay, but then they get paid on the backside. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I can't speak much more into that, but other than we don't have a crystal ball, but we do see based on the past, what was reflective is it probably will shut down. I'll let you in on a little secret, sir. Uh, the uh, government shutdown is fake. Uh, it's a it's a it's a uh, political uniparty constructed uh, debate and battle uh, uh, from both sides to give them the opportunity uh, for one to win over the other uh, in these budget battles that really don't mean anything to us because when the government uh, uh, funding runs out, most of the government continues going. No military person misses a paycheck. No social security checks are stopped. Uh, yeah, some government employees that are not supposed to be essential go home on furlough and then they get their money back uh, and get paid for that time, even when they come back if they didn't work and those kind of things. So it's all political kabuki theater. Uh, don't get stressed out over it, even if it does happen. But uh, I don't think it will. Uh, Mr. Johnson uh, has said he's going to do. Uh, a sequence of short-term continuing resolutions to keep it open while they do their job, which is to pass 12 appropriations bills and a budget, then the Senate's supposed to pass them. Uh, And that's the plan from what I understand. I don't like it. I don't like continuing resolutions because it keeps policies like Biden's policies going uh, and funded uh, on our backs. And uh, we need politicians that are going to end those policies as opposed to continuing to fund them. And that's the challenge with that. That's my opinion. Well, hey, uh, we're going to take our last break, uh, Jeff. And then when we come back, we will hear from Joe Rogan about illegal immigration. We'll be right back on The Rob Manus Show. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. 
be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. The fucking border's been invaded by hundreds of thousands of illegals. How many of them are militants? How many of them have snuck in across the border and are, are forming terror cells? We don't know. I mean, that's the giant fear. That's and, that's for sure happening. For sure. There's no doubt. For sure. I, I, I read this thing that there's like six to 10 million people that came across the southern border in the last four to five years. That's as many people that live in New York City. And then like a crazy increase in people coming across the northern border. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, and I see it. Yeah. I have been in California a lot the last few months. It's insane how many more people are just obviously all of a sudden just appearing, like getting dropped off on sh- like street corners with buses, literally yeah. just in the middle of nowhere. They literally just get off the off the bus with a cell phone. But look at New York City. When Cuomo was explaining how New York City yeah. literally uh, has a mandate to house its homeless, yeah. and that was supposed to be the people that lived there that were down on their luck, and now it's people that have come in from other cities, and or other countries rather, illegally, and they're trying to make it so that those people can vote. And you see what they're doing with people That's from Venezuela? Crazy. They're sending people yeah. back from Venezuela? Only from Venezuela. Yeah, because Venezuela opposes socialism, so they're not going to vote Democratic. Yeah. They don't want those people. That's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's crazy how it's so odd. Like, when you start thinking about it like that, it, that sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it's, like, it's totally political, all these moves. A hundred percent. Yeah. They're, they're literally importing Democratic voters. Yeah. They think by. Welcome back to the Rob Maynard Show, live here on the Red Voice Media Network, where we bring you the facts and the truth. And our guest today is uh, Jeff Richfield from Nashville, Tennessee, a godpreneur, author, uh, and uh, part of the big prayer team that hits their knees every single day, folks. Uh, and, you know, listening to Joe Rogan and his guests there, Jeff, talk about uh, the illegals and everything, it, it, the big question, since you, you're an you're an expert in the economy. Uh, the big question I have for you, what is the effect of this the last three years having on the economy? Can, I mean, how do we ferret out the other negative effects that are caused by bad policy, uh, like you know, not being able to be energy independent again, as opposed to uh, what, are, what are the effects of these millions of people coming in uh, doing to us? First, yeah, I want to talk. I'm going to touch on the wokeness of the Homeland Security in this whole event, where mm-hmm. I don't know if you're seeing, but the Senate has grilling them, but they don't get any answer. All they get is, you know, if there's something that happens that's a terrorist, we'll keep an eye on him. Uh, we know there's 12 million, 12 million illegal immigrants now, uh, and it's saturating us. It goes back to the Bible case when they let the Amicrites in and all the other giants in the land back. It infiltrated them, and it just disseminated the justice system, uh, and the ability for us to take care of our own is diminished 100%, yeah. because now you have a whole other clan of people, the whole city of New York, 12 million, uh, and hey, hey, who's funding that? They're staying in hotels. I mean, I can't believe yeah. this. My son works at a gun shop in Nashville. He sees some of them come in to buy weapons, and they can't speak English. And so they have, they do have, though, an international visa sometimes and a debit card. And you got to ask yourself, how do they get the supply to have that? They don't even have a job yet. They don't speak English. He says, well, they go on Google Translator and they just go on their Google phone and translate to us. 
And my son says, we can't give you a weapon without a, a proper ID. But sometimes he has to, and he's scared about this. He's like, confounded. Where are they coming from? Who's funding the operation, right? And so yeah. it, it creates, it creates the, the fear of terror. It creates the fear of safety in our own republic. All right, mm -hmm. uh, there, there is somebody behind the scenes here funding this operation. We won't name names. Maybe you want. I can't prove it yet, but I'd like to trace the money back to those credit cards. It's, it's definitely something that we could do with some forensic research. If you want to know who's funding the operation, look in the mirror. If you're an American taxpayer, that's who's funding the operation. The non-government organizations that go down to Panama to the Daring Gap and all the way up the Pan American Highway up there building camps and providing maps and uh, providing uh, uh, rest and food and water and medical care are all funded with U.S. tax dollars. And then the app, the one app that was created by the Biden administration gives the ability of these illegals to apply for asylum on the app. So when they get confronted and encountered by Customs and Border Patrol, they're allowed to come into the country. And you're right, they can buy firearms. They're not supposed to be able to, but they can because not everybody knows the law, uh, number one. Uh, and number two, the system isn't built to be able to handle those kinds of numbers. And the numbers from just the special interest countries like Yemen and Gaza, and the Jordan, the West Bank, Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Iran, those kind of places are over 60,000 now when you count the Turkish military age males of the 30,000 of them that have come in under the Biden administration. We are in a direct threat from internal uh, uh, combat, uh, and it's gonna make October 7th in the southern part of Israel look like kindergarten on the playground when it happens here. And it will happen here if we don't get our hands uh, around it, Jeff. Well, I got one more hand up here before we get to the end of the show. So let's take that caller, uh, and then we'll uh, continue with the wrap up. Go ahead, Kat. Okay, Jennifer. Hey, thank you so much. So maybe I can kind of, I don't know, bring this full circle quickly, but, um, you know, the open borders, of course, and Colonel, I know you're all about this as well, is also a, an excellent reason why we must have our Second Amendment, but of course, they want to take that away in a time that we have our borders open. <laughs> I wanted to just very quickly go back to the Nashville um, situation. Mm -hmm. this, this division and hatred is being perpetrated by the indoctrination of our K-12 uh, children. And, you know, in Nashville specifically, dealing with this um, this transgender person, uh, in school they are being taught that uh, transgender people are oppressed and erased by white supremacy and Christians. They're yeah. told it is their duty to be social justice act activists, and now, you know, here we are. Um, so my concern is that conservatives counter, often counter gun reform bills in response to these situations by trying to focus on mental health just in general, mm -hmm. but the left is also weaponizing that argument for their gun reform agenda. I believe that, uh, you know, we need to focus on the causes of this mental health, like the indoctrination in education. I just wondered your thoughts on that and how do we make sure um, that what, what we argue for doesn't, you know, whittle away at our Second Amendment and give them ammunition to fight against us? Thanks, Jen. That's a great question. As a matter of fact, you went exactly where I'm going because Jeff is a huge First and Second Amendment advocate, and I wanted to give him the opportunity to uh, talk about that before we ended the show. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, I first want to tap into the fact that I'm a solutions person, solutions, and what we're doing is we're now on a disaster board, uh, and we're making EOCs, emergency operations centers, and churches that are willing to. And so we have four huge disaster preparation companies across America, uh, and we're, we're drilling that down so it could be smaller and different cities right now, and that talked about prepare preparation, what to do if something happens, and uh, it creates community. And so that's, um, that's something I'm on the board with. Really excited about that, working with some great guys. On the border right now in Mexico, in Texas, I have a friend, real quick, his name is Steve uh, Slepjek, and he has actually got drones. At nighttime, he goes out there, the sheriff lets them with their own sort of SWAT team, and they take a drone at night, and they shine it on the immigrant. And they, they seize them and they take them in for custody if if he cannot go across the border, at least. Some of these guys are armed. They do have weapons. Yeah. Uh, and so that's a real threat down in Texas right now. Um, 
you know, we've, we've seen grandmothers as properties of grandmothers get, get stepped on and looted, things like that. So there are some positive things we can do. I'll let you know. There are. There are. And to, to touch on the mental health aspect of Jen's question, uh, yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, the, the, the recent uh, Robert Card up in uh, the Northeast there, that active shooter, uh, that uh, uh, there were laws put in place that Republicans had agreed to uh, centered around mental health. This guy was in, in the mental health center for two weeks and should never, he should have been on every list. You can't buy a gun and he was able to go buy one anyway. And that's just an example of uh, we should push back against that because you're right, Jen. They're trying to weaponize the argument of the mental health thing to put overly restrictive gun laws on the books that do not work and give people a false sense of security. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Jeff, before we yeah. go, but that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, just the accountability measures of our government are tore down, and there's no accountability, no measures of safeguarding happening right now to control these things, just like the letting out of the news uh, of uh, killings in Nashville. It's like nobody's in control. <laughs> who's, got yeah. the, who's got the thing here? Uh, somebody with authority, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Well, 20 seconds left. Where can folks find you and follow you so they can hear your message? Because you have a great message, my friend. God (laughs) has his hand on you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we empower people with their God-given purpose, help build the kingdom. JeffRichfield.com. Jeff means God's peace and a rich field. And that's what we're building out here in Jolton, Tennessee. So it's finances, preparation. Uh, uh, food preparation, relationship, and staying calm in the storm with Christ Jesus. That's the answer. Well, God bless you, brother. Thank you so much for coming back on this week. We appreciate it. Look forward to the next time because there will be a next time. Uh, Well, folks, I'll see you tomorrow. It's Whistleblower Wednesday. Uh, John Pierce, uh, January 6th political prisoner, defense attorney. He's got a lot of clients, uh, and uh, it's going to be an interesting show. uh, So I look forward to that. And until then, I'm Rob Manus. This is the Red Voice Media Network, where we bring you the facts and the truth, even if it pisses you off and Tucker is still laughing. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends.